there's a misconception that we don't exist, that somehow our ability to excel at the highest level of our industry is limited, that overcoming barriers as a woman of color would be insurmountable. But what would happen if we decided to venture out on our own despite everything we're up against? I'll tell you. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Angelina Davis, a healthcare consultant, consulting coach, high performance fanatic, wife, and proud girl mom. I help transform female professionals into thriving solo consultants. And just like you, I'm wearing all the hats and doing all the things. So this podcast is to empower the busy female professionals to move past fear to start and grow a successful consulting business, despite the obstacles you may encounter. We'll dive deep into consulting practice, business strategy, mindset, and more. So grab your cup of coffee or tea if that's your thing, and let's get started. So hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Angelina Davis, and we are back for another episode that I think is going to be a little bit more of a free-flowing episode because I was looking back over some old content from what used to be Excella Consulting Podcast, and I found an episode that really resonated with me. It was one that did really, really well a long time ago, and I thought, you know what? Let's revamp this conversation and bring it back. Because I think the information here is going to be very, very helpful if you're thinking about going into consulting or starting your own solo consulting business. And that is sharing my top three insights that came from my first year in consulting. So these are three things I wish I knew back in my first year of consulting. And I hope that you enjoy this list. I hope it's helpful because it definitely shed a lot of light on my journey and really gave me a lot to think about as I move forward. I learned so much in that um, initial year and definitely the years after that. And so I'm hoping that this conversation will also be as beneficial. But to start off, I just want to give a little bit of background about my journey, because if you have not tuned in before, or if you haven't heard a little bit about my past, I started in consulting in a very unique way. Uh, so I did not work for a, a major firm such as the Deloitte's or the Baines of the world. I did not have a business background. My background is actually in pharmacy. I'm a clinical pharmacist by practice, and I actually entered consulting through a non-traditional way because I became part of a, a small uh, consulting group that was funneled out of the academic, major academic center. And so uh, that is how I started. And so we did a lot of work in healthcare consulting uh, where we work with a number of hospitals. And I have a um, background over these years in landing large hospital contracts and contracts with other um, healthcare firms, excuse me, healthcare organizations. So that is my background and how I and so going into the space from a position where I was used to working in the hospital bedside, it was a huge change for me and a steep, steep, steep learning curve. So I had to learn a lot in a very, very short period of time. Now, I was very lucky um, that a number of events occurred when I first started that really shaped how I was trained and how I was brought into the field because I had the unique opportunity to work directly under uh, my boss and, and our lead at the time, which I've shared this story many times before. 
but he was amazing at what he did. And he was able to train me directly when it came to really navigating this whole consulting journey, learning how to negotiate, understanding contracts, understanding metrics, you know, really understanding the game fully. And so I was extremely blessed by that unique opportunity is one that I know many people don't have access to. And that's one of the reasons why I started Excel Consulting, because I have so much that I wanted to share uh, from what had been given to me. You know, when I think about some of the major lessons that I learned, one of the first is that your value as a consultant actually lies in your unique perspective. Now, I've said this over and over again. We talk about unique perspective. And just to you know, explain what that is, it's pretty much speaking your mind. It's telling people what you know, what you understand. It's infusing aspects of your lived experience into the recommendations and the advice that you're giving. But at the time, when you're starting out and when you're new to a field and new to an area, you may not know that that is what you are supposed to do. I mean, you, you see people do it all the time, definitely the other consultants you may work with that are more seasoned or been in the field for a lot longer. Well, yeah, they seem to do that naturally. But when you're new, you're unsure of yourself. I know I was. I was unsure of myself. I didn't know what I needed to say. I didn't know what I needed to recommend. I didn't know if it was right or wrong. I didn't know if I was breaching a contract. I didn't know, you know, I didn't know what was okay to do. And so I was very reluctant to really speak out confidently based on my experience. I wanted to give a textbook answer because I I was used to trying to be as accurate as possible. But consulting is a little bit different because anyone can look up an answer. They can Google a solution. When they're really seeking consulting services, they're looking for something different. They're looking for the guidance based on what you've been through in life, what you've experienced with other businesses, what you've experienced with other organizations, so that it can save them the headache, save them the money, and allow them to get to their results a lot faster. But I didn't understand that at the time. And because of that, I quite Question myself a lot. And so, you know, this looked like me really looking things over two, three, four times <laughs> again before I submitted reports or before I gave feedback to a particular client. And that took a lot of time. Not only did it make me less productive, but then also the solutions I was giving when I started out, they they really weren't all that special. I mean, yes, they were well-crafted and I had taken the time to think through the, the problem. I actually had overthought it many times. Uh, but at the end of the day, I wasn't offering them anything that was unique. There was really nothing that made me different or the solution I was giving different from, you know, my competitor or for anyone else in our group. And so that really held me back to start. And I struggled with that because I didn't want to be wrong. I felt, especially as being a woman of color and a black female in this group where I was the only minority face that you would see, I felt like being wrong was going to be such a huge dent in my credibility, credibility. And I didn't want that to happen. I was afraid of that happening. I was afraid of what that meant in terms of how people would view me and my expertise and my level of intelligence. And so I was very reluctant to really step out into my own unique space when it came to sharing my ideas. But once I understood what it truly meant in consulting to give advice, real genuine, valuable advice, then I became more open to sharing my ideas, to sharing my perspective. And 
really focusing on removing a lot of that self-doubt that had been there for so long. Now that took me working on building my confidence and really trying to reinforce my outcomes and, and results by proving that I can generate those results over and over again. But until I proved that to myself, it was very difficult for me to stand in that space authentically. Now, once I was able to do that, it was a complete game changer because at that moment, I knew that I had something very, very valuable to offer. Not only valuable from the perspective of my background and how I entered into consulting, but the fact that I was a woman of color working in this industry. There was something that I was able to uniquely offer, a unique perspective that was so valuable to the clients that we serve. And when I realized that, everything clicked. It really did click. And so I I do want to just really urge you to take time to find ways to build your confidence, to remove the self-doubt, to really value what you have to offer, because that was one of the biggest lessons that I learned started out. And so that is number one. It is really the value of your unique perspective when it comes to consulting. So you know that business growth and financial stability require one thing, and that's clients. So that means gaining more clients has to be top priority in your business if you want to survive without being in a constant feast and famine mode. That's just not sexy. So those other successful consultants you see on LinkedIn or Instagram making it look so easy, it's like they have some secret sauce or luck for for endless clients or referrals. But honestly, all thriving practices are built on solid processes, showing up authentically in your marketing and positioning your expertise effectively. In other words, there's a consulting code that you can learn, plug into your business, and then modify so it leads you toward your ideal business and your ideal lifestyle. So if you want to know more and have the secret to crack this code, just visit my description and download the free foolproof checklist to grow your consulting business to six figures and beyond. Because when you crack the code, you'll be able to generate leads and increase profits with more ease. Now, (laughs) number two, number two is something that, you know, is going to sound a little bit strange when we're talking about consulting and we're wearing an analytical hat. I don't want to get too, you know, out there on you or to what people would say, like woo woo on you, whatever that means. Um, But I do want to share a little bit more about this whole concept of feminine energy or what I like to consider as feminine power. Now, feminine energy, when we hear that term, we automatically think of women, right? So women empowerment and, and, you know, um, anything tied to the embodiment of femininity, but that is not really what that means. All of us, male and female, we hold feminine energies. We have feminine power and, you know, we just have to balance both our masculine and feminine energy so that we are able to really project a, a balanced being in, in the world and definitely in the workplace. And so you see this play out, especially in consulting, because a lot of times consulting is seen as a very hyper masculine space. So what does that mean? It means that oftentimes people are all about the hustle. They're all about, you know, fighting for the contract, landing the deal, winning, you know, the, the, the big uh, contract and, and winning the battle. It is a very, you know, aggressive 
unrelenting industry at times. And so because of that, we enter into that space. I know I did initially enter into that space feeling as if I had to do the same thing, that I had to be more aggressive, that I had to, you know, really be very uh, forward, that I had to make sure I was standing up for myself and I was speaking out loudly. Those are things that are very important for you to do. I do not want to belittle that by any means. But what I found is that especially for me and my personality, it didn't really align very well. And so early on, I wasn't resonating with the clients that I was serving. You know, those, that dynamic just did not play well in, in my world. And so although it may have worked for my boss or may have worked for other colleagues, it wasn't working for me. And so I had to figure out a way to do things differently. And when I sat back, and realize that, you know, the more I was able to just be comfortable and be myself, there were certain things that resonated with, with others. And so it was things such as, you know, maybe my empathy, the empathy I was able to show to the clients that I served that may have been in a difficult situation or in a challenging environment. It was, you know, my ability to listen and to actively listen to the concerns of others so that I could really provide deep, thoughtful insight. It may have been, you know, the fact that I could be emotionally intelligent and understand how to navigate certain circles and certain environments very smoothly. Those are all things that we often see as as soft skills. But if you actually look at soft skills, many of them are, are very much what we consider the feminine energy or the feminine power. Things such as empathy, things such as listening, things such as intuition, all of those things kind of fall under this umbrella of feminine energy. And so what I realized is that there was power in providing that balance. Think about it. If you're in a very hyper-masculine space where everything is go, 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 compete, 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 then when someone comes in and in essence counterbalances that with a different perspective that's a little bit more gentle, has a little bit more ease and offers the ability for people to relax and to then open up further, that is very powerful. Not only does it allow you to resonate with the clients that you serve or the clients that you want to attract, but it also allows you to to just win business because people can relate to you. They feel comfortable with you and they want to work with you in the long term. It is something that many clients desire. As a matter of fact, there are numerous employment studies that show that oftentimes when organizations are looking for employees, one of the things that they value most are the soft skills, are those things that help you to work well with others. And so, you know, I want you to understand that when you're able to tap into that area, you're offering something that's different. That's actually what's going to help you to stand out. It's not fitting in the crowd and trying to be the the next loudest person in the room. You know, that's not going to help you to stand out. You know, it, it actually may win you a few enemies here and there, right? But when you are the voice of reason in the room, that's different. You are, in essence, the person that's able to turn things around. That when the arguments or the debates get a little bit heated and the negotiation seems like it's about to go off the table, you can bring it back center. That's powerful. And so I want you to understand that it's okay to have that balance, that it doesn't mean that you're weak. It doesn't mean that you're not meant for this industry or this field. It doesn't mean that you're offering anything less. You are just standing in this unique space and really 
allowing yourself to practice in a way that aligns with who you are authentically. Now, I'm not saying do this if this is not authentic to you, but if it is, don't be afraid to lean into that. And for most women in consulting, I can tell you there's more than likely an element of this that feels a little bit more natural for you. And so I'm having this conversation today just to tell you, lean into it, lean into it fully, because that's going to be your power. That's actually what's going to help you stand out from all the competition that's out there. Okay, last but not least, number three is that I had to learn how to focus on high performance and impact. That is actually what catapulted my growth, high performance and impact. Okay, let me explain. So if you're not very familiar with the whole concept of high performance, high performance focuses on removing those things that cause interference and prevent you from achieving your highest levels of performance. And so anything that falls into that gray area that presents a, a obstacle for you to get over so that you can do your best, those are the things that you want to remove so that you can elevate your performance, your output, and the quality of the work that you're doing. So I didn't understand how important that was to really generating the results that I needed to generate in order to prove that I could make a difference for the clients that we served and for the accounts that I held. Uh, But also I had to learn that that was my key to really gaining this longevity where I would end up in situations where my clients didn't want me to leave. And so I had contracts that were continued for an extended period of time while I watched other colleagues have to, you know, kind of fight to hold on to contracts or maybe theirs turned over more frequently. I'll be honest, I've had a lot of the contracts that I've had for a number of years for a reason. They don't want to go. And I'm not saying that to say that, oh, I'm so great (laughs) and just like pat myself on the back. But I do want to stress that when I was able to focus on performance and delivering a higher quality result and making an impact on those I served, then that is what resulted in me being able to have all of those favorable outcomes. So it wasn't just a matter of being able to make the sale, you know, making the sale. Yeah, that's one component is it's very important, but you know, making the sale is just one step in the process. What you have to do is be able to serve those clients once you get them under, under your umbrella or in the door. And so if you can't do that effectively, then you're going to have a problem in the long run when it comes to really generating long-term profitability and success for your business. So one of those things that helped me out early on was this whole concept of high performance and impact. And what I want to offer you is that if you're able to tap into high performance and impact as a focus, it's going to help you become more productive because over time, you're going to learn how to do things more efficiently and more effectively. And those two things together will help you to get projects done faster. It's going to help you move through a lot of hard, complicated work more swiftly. You're going to have systems and processes in place to allow you to accomplish things in less time, more meaningful work in less time. And all of those things help you not only to perform better or to to generate a better return on investment for the clients that you serve, but then also it's going to improve your quality of life. At the end of the day, we want something that really fits into our life, that fits into our life smoothly and, and where we can find some harmony between business and our personal world. 
So the ability to perform at a higher level allows you to do that because you become more productive, more effective. You're putting out better results and all that tied together is going to make the whole process of work a lot less heavy in terms of the load that you have to carry. And additionally, when you're able to make a more significant impact on those you serve, you create the stability that you need so that you don't have to worry so much about where that next business account is going to come from or where you're going to land your next client or, or gain the next referral. Because all along the way, you're making such a great impact that people have no problem singing your praises. They have no problem sharing your information. They have no problem saying how wonderful it is to work with you. Because those are the things that are going to really, really be helpful to you in the long run. Because after you initially land the clients that you want to land, you have to keep them not only through the initial engagement that you have, but you may want to continue to serve them as you move into the future. And if not them, then you want them to be able to refer you to others so that you can continue to generate um, business consistently and build a profitable business over time. So number three, is that focusing on high performance and impact that was key to, to really catapulting my growth. So I hope that this conversation has really been helpful. You know, just to recap really quickly, three things that I wish that I knew when I first started consulting are number one, that your unique perspective is extremely valuable. And that is where um, your value lies. The second is that your feminine energy or feminine power can help you stand out. Please lean into that. Don't shy away from it. Lean into it because it's going to help you. And then number three, that focusing on high performance and impact can really catapult your growth. <laughs> and that's what we want. So if you are interested in growing and building your consulting business, you know that I do this, right? And so I have a one-on-one -on -one coaching program called Position to Excel, where we help you to build and create your magnetic core offer to build your expert personal brand and also position your services to sell effectively. And so if you are interested in that, just visit www.excelatconsulting.com. The link is going to also be in description. And definitely you can look into how to join. I have quarterly enrollment that is ongoing at this time, but I want to urge you to take a look at that and see if that fits your needs. And then also don't forget to share this episode episode and any other episode that you like on the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast to your social media feed, whether you're on Instagram or in, or LinkedIn, make sure you share that, you tag me and spread the word, get other people listening to this conversation um, if you definitely enjoyed it. Oh, and don't forget to leave your review on Apple Podcasts or leave your rate the podcast on Spotify. I would definitely appreciate that. And I think that's it. <laughs> Until next time, take care. Have a great one. Thank you for tuning in to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to leave your review on Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and share it with a friend. We're on a mission to increase the success and longevity of women in consulting, and you can help us do that. Also, I'd love to hear from you, so let's connect at Dr. Angelina Davis on Instagram or LinkedIn. And don't forget to visit ExcelAtConsulting.com for more information to support your consulting journey. Until next time, take care.